On this episode of the Film Optics Podcast, we have The Mandalorian Season 2 coming this October. And it also looks like we have a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion special hitting HBO Max during Thanksgiving. So let's jump in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Film Optics, brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network, where we bring you the headline hot takes of entertainment news each and every week. I'm your host, Christian, and today, of course, we will be talking about the world of film, TV, and everything pop culture related. And as always, I'm joined by my good friend and my co-host, Devin. How are you doing today, man? Doing good. Yeah. Yeah, just ready for the weekend. <laughs> right for the weekend. <laughs> this is our second recording of today. We have a, uh, a little uh, Anola review for you guys that will be dropping on September 7th. Our first ever embargo review, Devin. It's amazing. It's good news. Good news yeah. all around. So we, we're, we're kind of saying hi twice. So <laughs> Professional amateurs. <laughs> Professional amateurs. <laughs> we kind of already had our interesting stories. In the uh, the pre pre uh, cold opening, I guess you could say, but yeah, man, it's almost Friday. Uh, Labor Day weekend is upon us. We have the Avengers games going to be coming out this week. We also have the boys that will be coming out today. Technically, as of this recording, it will be out. So we got that going on for us. And I, oop, sorry about that. Anyway, um, and I think there's something else coming out as well, but I can't remember. Anyway, uh, before we begin today's topics of discussion, you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Red Circle, TuneIn, Pandora, and iHeartRadio. So let's just get straight into it, man. We got some, we got a lot of news to cover today in a short amount of time. So we're just going to get through it as fast as we can. <laughs> But we have some comic book news we're going to be starting off with, as always. Um, Devin, do you yeah, want to... Yeah, actually, I actually don't think we've publicly addressed the um, Chadwick Boseman passing. Just wanted to say, rest in peace. Um, there haven't been many other impactful actors in that short amount of time. He really packed a whole entire career into what felt like just like five years. And every movie he made changed changed cinema in some kind of way yeah we yeah and, and um i actually noticed that we didn't really mention it we've been so busy with a lot of things but yes uh the passing of uh chadwick boseman was uh hit us hit you know everybody very very hard um you know battling with stage four colon cancer the fact that he that he shot all these movies while he had the cancer is just insane yeah he kept Amazing. it that under wraps kevin feige didn't even know had yeah. no clue and that is something, you know, we'll, we'll always remember him. You know, he, he has um, shaped the world in a better place, I think, uh, especially when it comes to a lot of um, black uh, boys and girls out there, you know, having a superhero uh, representation. Someone who looks like them, I know that is... Someone, so yeah, someone who's proudly black. Yes. There ha- hasn't really been... A hero in, in movies like that. Yeah, I mean, I guess you can, you can 
I mean, it was Wesley Snipes, but I mean, it was Wesley Snipes, whatever. No, I'm just but it wasn't like part of his identity. No, no, it was not. Yeah, I mean, what 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 Ryan Coogler did, what that entire cast at, did for that movie, you know, it's it is definitely it, it has always been one of my favorite uh, Marvel movies, definitely in my top five for sure. And of course, you know, if you haven't seen any of his uh, of Chadwick's other uh, films that he's done, I mean, Twenty One Bridges was one. Uh, most recently, um, of course, with uh, The Five Bloods, he had Get On Up, he had 24, um, Thur- um, Thurgood Marshall, he uh, did a biopic there as well. Um, I believe he has two more roles that he has finished. There's another Netflix movie that is coming out. I think Netflix postponed it due to in, in respect of his passing. And, of course, his final role will be in the Marvel's uh, TV series, the What If TV series, of course, playing as Black Panther. So there's always that. But, yes, um, you will be missed. And, you know, thank you for making the world a better place. Yeah. And and I don't really know how Disney and Marvel and Kevin Feige are going to figure out how to move on with Black Panther. I don't know if they can. I don't know if, if Black Panther 2 can even be made at this point. It's, yeah, it's, it's so tough to Yeah. I don't And that I, don't I mean that that is the number decision. one. Yeah, I mean th- that is the number one you know thing that is on everyone's mind. It's you know p- I see people online were talking about like oh, you know, disrespectful and and it's like yes, I agree, but at the same time it is at the it, it is in the back of everyone's mind. I don't think that they'll just completely drop Black Panther. Maybe, maybe they can find a way to, you know, wove it into the story. Maybe there there might even be a tribute for, you know, Chadwick Boseman when whenever um, maybe what uh, Black Widow comes out. Um, you know, same thing they did for Stan Lee as well. So they, they might there might be a little bit of tribute uh, for the next Marvel movie or two. I really don't know. But, I mean, it is in the back of everyone's minds. Um, you know, Marvel's been, you know, showing a lot of stuff. And what I think the last announcement that they made last year uh, for Marvel Comic-Con, or not Marvel Comic-Con, excuse me, San Diego Comic-Con, excuse me there, uh, I think the last piece of information was Black Panther 2, um, as well as, you know, Captain Marvel 2 and, you know, Blade, when everyone was just, like, lost they're marbles, especially when Blake came out. Black Panther 2, saw the logo, everyone got excited. So, you know, we'll just have to uh, wait and see. They probably won't touch on it for a while now, but I don't know. But, yes. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it really is. But we must, the show lighter, must go. Lighter news here. Is it lighter news? <laughs> it's very funny. It's funny news. Um, so, apparently... Uh, New Mutants, <laughs> three years of waiting. Uh, New Mutants is the worst X-Men movie ever. <laughs> this is coming from a Forbes writer. And I will not agree with this statement until I see the movie. Like I, 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 I want to see it still. I, I do want to see it. It's been three years. In the making, I we got it. We got to see. I it already through. have such a bad taste for the entire X Men franchise from Dark Phoenix. <sighs> I don't want to add to that. They're I ending it I, so I badly. Is it, is it really that worse than Dark Phoenix? No, actually, let me take that back. 
is it that worse than X-Men Apocalypse? Because I know Either, either way, the way they're ending it with these two is just so hard to get over. They're just well, ending it so poorly. That and they uh, have a few grammar lessons they have to... <laughs> yeah, I think we talked about that last week. They Did just we really? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. The creator of the comic. And literally just butchered his last name. And he's like... He's like, that will literally be on that film forever. Like, <laughs> there's no, like, I mean, I guess, well, I mean, if if the DVD, you know, Blu-ray release comes out, they could probably fix it in post. But <laughs> as far as the theatrical release, it's up there forever. <laughs> but yes, um, yeah, this article does come from Forbes. It just goes into I haven't even haven't even. Yeah, really we can't we can't really that. comment on much because we haven't seen it. But you know, we, we should wait three years from now and then do our ex <laughs> our new beatings review. Wow, <laughs> it's like you know what they made us wait three years. We're gonna make them wait three years and review this movie, or like you know whenever it comes out on Blu-ray, we have to review it at some point, Devin. It'll be we'll a super. See. It'll be a super duper late edition, like we did for, um, what was it? Midsummer, back back in the day or last summer. <laughs> but do you want to take this next story? Yeah, moving on to some good Marvel news. Um, <laughs> Chloe Zhao uh, praises the creative freedom she got while working on Eternals. As you guys know, she is directing Eternals, and she mentions how she got to uh, shoot it exactly the way she wanted to, on location, a lot of magic hour stuff. She thinks she got lucky in the way that Marvel wants to take risks and and does things differently. Eternals Eternals is hype. Heck yeah, man. We got... No more uh, the. Get that out of there. Oh, yeah, that's right. Eternals. See, and that's going to take me a second to get out of my system, because it's like, oh, the Eternals. But like I feel like people are gonna say, are are you gonna go? Are they gonna say are you gonna go see the Eternals, or are you gonna go see Eternals? I don't know. Like, is I, I feel like, like Eternals. <laughs> Drop the the. It's cleaner. <laughs> Drop the the from Facebook. It's cleaner. Oh man, Justin Timberlake, man. <laughs> but yes, I'm actually very excited for this. Uh, apparently, there's. She was inspired by a little bit of anime as well. So there's always that. That's always good news. But yes, Chloe Zhao, um, we're hoping that your movie Eternals. <laughs> See, I can't say it without saying it. We hope your movie is one uh, worth watching because I'm I'm very pumped. We, we got my boy Kit Harrington. We got we got Richard Madden. We got we got a squad up in here. We got some good stuff for sure. But um, I guess I'll take this next uh, bit of news here. We have Christopher Nolan coming out saying that he thinks Tenant star John David Washington should play Green Lantern. But Christopher Nolan will not direct it. He says his DC days are over. Do you agree he, with this? He, he got that DC money and now he's just doing whatever he wants. Yeah. That's, that's my guy. Yeah. I would say between... But- Sorry, go ahead. Um, yeah, Dave, John David Washington would be like too perfect for Green Lantern. Like, there, I don't want anyone else to even try. Like, 
that's that's too perfect. What about uh, the actor from what was I think it was Last Black Man in San Francisco and Lovecraft Country? I forgot his name. I'm yeah, he'll be I really mean, good too. John David Washington. He said wow. he said he's open to Marvel or DC, but they haven't contacted him yet. He's just he's just oh, waiting by the phone. Yeah, that's true. I mean, just, someone's gotta get him. He's he's a star. Yeah, you saw him in Black Klansman. Young oh, star. God, that movie was so good. Fantastic. Now Tenet. Now Tenet, yeah. He had to learn how to blink in reverse. <laughs> I can't believe that happened. It's like, how do you even... I, I, I'm i sorry, I'm just going to... I'm literally going to like lose my mind thinking about it. But yes, um, even Robert Pattinson, uh, you know, he had... He had commented a while ago saying, you know, as much as he enjoys doing indie films, it's not as sustainable. Yeah, as, he needs that paycheck. Yeah. Where did he go? Went to Matt Reeves. Went to Christopher Nolan. Then he got COVID. And now he's got <laughs> Corona. <laughs> well, yeah. First he went to Christopher Nolan. Now he's going to Matt Reeves. And now he's got the COVID. So, yeah, we actually learned that earlier today that the person on set... Of the Batman was the Batman himself, Robert Pattinson. So yeah, I wonder <laughs> wonder if he'll be joining the, the festivities at Batman Day 2020 in September. Oh uh, yeah. So did you read into that at all? Like I kind nope. of skimmed into it. So apparently it says it's almost that time of year again when DC announces that September 19th. We'll see this year's Batman Day, the annual celebration of all things Dark Knight, which this year will include an added opportunity to be able to drive like the Batman. Uh, Batmobile, sadly not included. Uh, the release of Batman and the Riddler uh, theme on Waze, the Google GPS software, is one of the new activations uh, for Batman Day 2020 alongside a special uh, DC superhero and supervillain playlist on Spotify available via Waze audio player. There's a Waze audio player? What? Sure. <laughs> Featuring Kevin Conroy, the voice of the Batman himself in the Batman animated series. Uh, yeah, I guess he will be directing you through you know, your Waze launch application. And uh, Wally w uh, w Wingnert as voicing the Riddler. So I guess that's kind of cool. Um, there's a few other things going on that day, too, because we also have September 19th will also means the second part, Devin, of DC Fandom, which is the exploring the, stuff that the multiverse. People don't care as much about, maybe. It's, it is. It so yeah. It is more of the comic book side, TV, um, DC animated. You, I I'm excited for it mainly for. I want to see what happens in Doom Patrol season three, Devin. We gotta. Yeah, we need that info. We need that info. I'm, I'm I'm halfway through season two, but I'm also excited to see their animated. What's going on in their animated department? That's the main reason for me, at least. Um, of course, no, we do not uh, read comics. Here, um, I've done it in the past, just haven't really had the extra time to do it, you know. But hey, I mean, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, it's so, exciting. Well, and really quick, I I kind of want to backpot really quick. September twelfth is the second part of DC fandom explore explore the multiverse. 
in multiverse. So September 19th is Batman 2020. Batman Day 2020. Batman Justice. Max, what do you want for dinner? Justice. <laughs> but go ahead, Devin. With the next one, bit of news. Wonder Woman 1984. <gasps> we got a runtime. We got a runtime. Is it? What are we looking at? Two and a is, half. Is it 1,984 minutes, Devin? 150 minutes and 59 seconds oh, down to the second. So off. I was so off. Man. So, yeah, two and a half. I really thought it was going to be over 1,000 minutes, hence 1984. But, you know, <laughs> it's all good. But, yeah, two and a half, that's about what, around 10 minutes longer than the first movie. So that's pretty cool. Very excited. Now, I, I believe that's going to be our next venture to the theaters. Yeah, um, skipping out on September. <laughs> Only because the Kings man got delayed. <laughs> I, w- I would not have seen it anyways. Damn it! <laughs> it's all right. We got enough content to review, Devin. We're we're good for days. We're fine. We're good. But uh, we also new normal. Whoa! Although we got the Spider Man, the Silk oh, yeah, live action. Oh, I wanted to sneak this story in because it came in last minute, and I was like, I had pulled up to the side. I'm like, we can't forget about this story. So it looks like there's a Silk live-action Marvel series in the works at Sony Pictures Television. And I believe, Devin, you were saying that you read you read that Amazon might be picking this up on their streaming service. Yeah, it's interesting. Amazon kind of paying to get the rights for certain Sony characters might, might be a thing that happens in the future. Spider-Man characters yeah. like Silk. Silk Spider-Man. Yeah, no, that is actually. I mean, it's it's cool, you know. And it, this is not the obviously this is not the movie that Olivia Wilde is making. Uh, a lot of people still think that Spider Woman. It could be Spider Gwen. We never know. It could be one of the two. But now we know that Silk is out of the running. Or I mean, it still might be Silk. I don't know. We're just getting a bunch of Silk news, maybe. Apparently. Um, so no network streaming services currently attached as of this moment. Poor sources do say that Amazon is in talks to require the uh, project, as Devin had mentioned before. So um, along other Marvel series based on characters, Sony controls. So that would be pretty cool. Yeah. She, yeah, Silk has spider sense, shoot webs, possesses uh, superhuman speed, Strength and stamina. So, yeah, sorry. I just wanted to throw that story in there. Maybe this will be the uh, the old thumbnail. I'm, I still don't know what it's going to be. <laughs> but, yes, as you said, Devin, it's time to get into the new normal. And you want to kick us off with some amazing news that we found out oh, earlier this week. Oh, yes. The Mandalorian Season 2 is coming <gasps> very, very soon. How soon? October 30th. This is this is the day. This, this is, is the way. Day. This is the way, and this is the date. The day. Mando, season two. After that amazing, amazing cliffhanger of season one. I definitely, we're, I'll probably we're ready. go back. Yes, we are ready, because we never reviewed season one. Maybe we could do a quick recap of something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But, yeah, season two is coming. It, it feels... Long overdue. It's only been about a year. We got two years left, Devin, <laughs> on our uh, our Disney deal with the devil. 
yeah. contract for Disney Plus. <laughs> so yeah, we got that. Hopefully, um, hopefully we'll s- get some news about you know the other Marvel shows. But you can imagine everything is happening in the world, especially especially with Chadwick Boseman's passing. Um, we'll have to kind of wait and see. Keep our ears to the ground, like I always say. So, um, we have some more, a little bit of Star Wars news here for you. It's some, some good Star Wars news. And we got some not-so-good Star Wars news. Um, oh, where did I? Yeah, it's in here somewhere. So, it looks like Daisy Ridley has finally landed a role um, after countless job offers. Did I put this? Why did I put that she... Because originally she... Hadn't been getting as much work. And yeah, then, I saw that article. And then she's been casting a few things since then, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why I added that one in there. I'm sorry about that. That's yeah, whatever. But yes, um, I forgot give, the name. Give, give Daisy Ridley more roles. That's what we're trying to say. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, because I actually... Let me pull up on my Twitter here really quick. Because I'm pretty sure that I uh, commented, tweeted about it. Or something of the... Or the other, Mm-mm-mm. where is it? So yeah, it looks like uh, okay. So Daisy Ridley, Kristen Scott, Thomas, and Nina Haas have been casted in Jane Anderson's *Woman in the Castle*. The film follows three widows of conspirators involved in an assassination attempt on Hitler. Wow! Yeah, it's interesting. Cool. That is amazing. I like it a lot. So there was that. And there was also, we had some uh, John Boyega uh, Boyega news as well. Did you want to touch on that, Devin? Yeah, he was just kind of um, looking back at his time uh, in the Star Wars trilogy and not not in the fondest of of ways. He feels, and I agree, that his character just kind of got tossed around like, they start him off as as the potential star of this of the trilogy by making him one of the central characters in the first movie. And then the second movie, he's kind of put in the back seat. And the third movie, he's just like disrespected almost. Yeah, he yeah, just shouts Ray for like for three hours. Yeah, yeah. yeah he uh, quite Could have been a great character. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like especially Force Awakens, him and Daisy just had. Such great chemistry. And I was yeah. like, these two need to end up together at some point. Because it was definitely leading that way. And then, yeah. I, so I can, like, low-key kind of understand why people didn't like Kelly Marie Tran. But I thought she did a good job as well. But it's just like, you know, oh, we're not going to place him with Daisy. Let's place him with Kelly Marie Tran. It's like, okay. And then <laughs> come the rise of Skywalker. She's in it for like a minute and a half. So, yep. yep. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, John Boyega was saying that, you know, what he would say to Disney is not to uh, bring out a black character and market them uh, to be much more important um, in the franchise and then have them push to the side. It's not good. I'll say it straight up. John Boyega. So, yeah, pretty much saying, hey, you know, we got this, you know, we got this black guy. He's really cool. You know, great character, whatever, whatever. And then he does, like, nothing in the movie. So, yeah, hopefully um, hopefully Disney, um, you know, sees the air in their ways and they can uh, get on track with that. Speaking as of well. Disney, Mulan. Uh, oh, yeah. 
Yeah, is, yeah, we got a lot of Disney news here today. It's it'll be available for free for every Disney Plus subscriber in a quick three months, December fourth. December fourth. So instead of instead of paying thirty dollars, just just wait. That's what we're doing. Yeah, I mean, I can understand the people who want to get the review out, especially a lot of YouTubers out there. You know, yeah, if, if you're like like if first this is to market, job. yeah, this isn't our job. <laughs> no. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet, but yes, um, I did find that a little weird that they announced it. Like, I mean, I would expect it to eventually be available for everyone, they but had, I didn't they had to announce it beforehand just to be transparent. Like, imagine if they announced it like after everyone paid for it, that would have been oh, so why not? Shitty. Why wouldn't you though? <laughs> That's, that'd be so shitty. Everyone would, it be so would. Mad. yeah, it would because I mean, the, the turnaround for a movie. Like people need to think of it as as Milan is coming to theaters. It's just on the Disney Plus platform. It's and it's, it's a, twice as much, depending on where you live. But yeah, I, agree. I mean you're not you're never gonna see a thirty dollar movie ticket. Not for one person. I would say what's around the highest I've seen is like fifteen, sixteen dollars. But yeah, I, I yeah I see what you mean. Um, so like kind of the thing about it as you know you're going to the movies ah stupid fly uh you're going to the movies but then it's like a virtual home movie you know vod whatever whatever but usually blu-rays do not hit the market until maybe three four months after the movies you know had its time in the theater um we kind of saw it with rise of skywalker but that was during you know obviously during these unprecedented unprecedented times where they released it early because Rise of Skywalker was actually not supposed to come out until I think December of this year. Um, but they moved that up as well as onward for people, you know, to watch certain things. So I do appreciate them for that. Um, but yeah, I, I would agree. Like they, they had to be transparent about it because it's like, Oh, now that we have all this, like, I mean, like if it was like early next year, I could see them waiting but, like, since it is this year, especially, like, during the beginning of December, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we might be able to, to watch it together in a new Disney Plus party feature if they can get that figured out. Looks like oh, they're working yeah. on it. Yeah. So, apparently, Amazon has their own watch party feature. And it is very good, by the way. I like it a lot. We've, I've used it a few times with the, uh, the other uh, Music City drive-in crew. But I so like there's that third party app that Netflix. Well, it's, I don't even think it's made or licensed by Netflix, but it's for Netflix. That one works pretty much the same. But it would be it, it would be really nice if a lot of these um, streaming services had that option. And by the way, Devin, have you seen the Way Back? Like a little bit of a side note off track. Have you seen that movie? No, it's on HBO Max. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, ooh, I have to watch that while I'm home because I haven't seen it yet. I don't think my parents have seen it yet either. I know my mom's been wanting, meaning to see it as well. But anyway, AMC. we have. Yeah, AMC. You want to take this next one? Yeah, we got a double dose of AMC here. Mm-hmm. Uh, AMC it will have 70% of their theaters open for tenants opening weekend. It's <laughs> a lot. That is a nice, and, actually, yeah, and they're trying to increase their current growth of twenty three percent after announcing plans that uh, one hundred forty theaters are reopening 
by Ooh. last Saturday. All for the sake of Tenet, huh? <laughs> Pretty much. Tenet saving movie theaters. Are you going to go see it again uh, this weekend or no? Uh, probably not. Yeah, I know what you mean. I need to take a edge off. <laughs> I and definitely no want to see it There's again. no good AMCs in, Ohio, in that Northeast is ve- Ohio. That, that is very live. true. Well, there is... There's the Arclight. I think it's the Arclight over by Orange. Have you been there? No. It's good. Like it it is it is very, very nice. It's 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 like AMC, but But it's not AMC, so it's no, it's not AMC. So, what's the point of going? <laughs> that is true. We can't we can't use our AMC stuff A list there. So yeah. I guess you're right. Oh well. R.I.P. <laughs> But uh, our next bit of news here, we have Adam Drivers to star in, his, uh, in Sony's sci-fi thriller 65 from Sam Raimi and a quiet, the A Quiet Place writers as well. Kind of weird. All these Star cool. Wars actors are staying in the news. Keep it relevant. Time. Yeah. <laughs> staying relevant. <laughs> For sure. Well, yeah, it looks like the duo will uh, the duo will produce, excuse me, their uh, f- uh, newly formed Beck and Woods banner logos uh, along with Sam Raimi and Zainab Aziz, who will produce for Raimi's production along with Debbie Libbing. I guess the film uh, marks a reunion for uh, Beck and Woods with Raimi. And um, I guess uh, as the, Oh, so I guess as the two wrote and directed an episode of Raimi's Quiffy series, Mm -hmm. 50 dates of fright. (laughs) Anytime I see Quiffy, I'm sorry that that was kind of weird to get through, but um, yeah, like you said, it's always good to see, um, these Disney stars branching out, you know, now that Star Wars is done and over with, or at least the Skywalker saga, they can kind of take a break, do their own thing. You know, Marvel is done. Well, the majority, well, Chris Evans and, <laughs> and uh, Robert Downey Jr. are done. Speaking of, Robert Downey Jr. said he is like completely, completely done with Iron Man. Like, For he's now. moved on. For now. <laughs> but Chris Evans said he would definitely come back as Captain America if there was a story to tell. I was like, okay. You got you got two sides of the uh, same coin here, so I feel it. But you want to take this next piece of news. Oh, yeah. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air cast reunion on HBO Max. This is a story all about how my life got twisted turned upside down. Upside down. <laughs> um... It's just not the same without Uncle Phil. I don't know. All the, all these uh, Fresh Prince re- reboots are p- feeling pretty off. Yeah. Reboot and cash reunion. Mm. I mean, it's it's nice, but like... It's a you're cool miss, idea. You're missing the heart. Yeah. Unless, like, if, if, if this is like a reunion, like I said before, it would need to be set to where, obviously, you know, Uncle Phil... The character has passed away as well, so I don't know. I mean, we'll see. It's coming Thanksgiving in, in uh, on HBO Max, so maybe. I mean, I'll check it out. I, I don't know how good it's gonna be because it's like I watched Fuller House and like it got 
it got a little bit better throughout the seasons, but I mean, Mary Kay and Ashley Olsen weren't there, so I mean, it was cool for what it was, but yeah, I, I'm kind of tired of reboots. I just want new stuff. That's all I want. I just want new things in my life. <laughs> like Tenet. Yeah, like Tenet. I, I got to go see it again, for sure, because damn, really got to go see that movie again. <laughs> Maybe we're already, at, we're already at gaming news here. Actually, yeah, uh, I know. Oh my gosh. Fine how, by. how long have we been going for? Let me Half check. Half hour. Half hour. Wow. Oof. <laughs> Maybe it is a short news week. <laughs> Man. So yeah, we're already in the gaming segment of our new show today. So um, I guess I'll start off um, by saying Microsoft reports that Flight Simulator is the biggest Xbox Game Pass PC launch ever with over 1 million players. So, hmm. yeah, who thought think, flying would be that fun? I think I'm going to wait to try this one until I get a new graphics card. It's card! <laughs> yes! Devin, can we talk, can we talk about it? Let's talk about it. Because as of right now, as of this moment, as of September 3rd of this recording at 7.42 p.m. <laughs> at 7.42 p.m. NVIDIA is, quote-unquote, winning the console wars. They are wars. destroying <laughs> the console wars. They gave us a price they and a release price, date, Devin. release date, power. Power. Beefiness, Woo. all of it. Beefiness. We got, we got the RX um, uh, 3090, which is way above our price range. Right and now, no, no gamer <laughs> needs it, but of course, our friends are considering getting it for some reason. Well, one of them is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I get his logic, but like I don't at the same time. I'm like, that's a it's, lot. It's of overkill. Yes. So Nvidia confirms the RTX 3090, the RTX 3080, um, the 3080 starting at 6.99. I believe that is. I believe that's the one most of us most of us are going to try to reach for. Yeah, for came sure. in less than the leak was. I yeah, was I was like, about that. And then uh, we have the thirty seventy coming in at five hundred. Um, this is this is going to be very tough, Devin, because if Sony doesn't announce something soon, <laughs> I might just have to wait, get the PlayStation Five, and uh, splurge and get that new graphics card. It's nice my, uh, and shiny. It is nice and shiny. Make your games look shiny too. <laughs> I'm, I'm just ray tracing. That was it was fantastic. <laughs> I love it how the CEO was just like in his home kitchen and like he had he he brought out the 3090 <laughs> from his oven. It was amazing. <laughs> there was one from his oven and one was like right behind he hid like behind his kitchen like <laughs> kitchen spoons. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, what is going on here? <laughs> it was like the best. Like presentation we've had this year. No, it's definitely the best. But yes, Nvidia, congratulations. You know, definitely can't wait to get a hand on your graphics cards. I believe they are starting to roll out. I mean, if you want to send some out, we can review them somehow. Like, sure. Go oh, yeah, it. absolutely. I think next week is either the next week or the week after. Is the 17th. 17th. Okay. So two for the weeks. 3080. For the 3080. Ooh, there we go. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to need that 3080. Woo! Looking nice, beefy. I love it. Ah, that's that. That's gonna carry us a while for sure. Yes. <laughs> but um, also, uh, we have here Xbox 
has clarified there will be no new there will be no next gen news at the Tokyo Game Show, which again I feel like raises a bit of a red flag. Because they're, they're both just so scared. It's pretty pathetic. Yeah, because Sony did this uh, during the Gamescom. You know, they I mean they they showed Ratchet and Clank, but it was really just like an extra minute or two. So I'm like, I definitely seen this before. And Sony did have a state of play a little bit ago. Didn't really say anything about next gen. And I'm like, isn't this like marketing 101 to like not let your audience or like your consumers run away with like speculations for like prices and release dates? Like I'm like it, it is it is very piss poor how transparent both of these companies are being right now. And I don't feel sorry for either in the slightest. Like, yeah, they make great games. Yes, Sony's been, quote-unquote, killing it. But, I mean, you're not telling us anything. Here it is, September 3rd, still nothing. We should know this information by now. By now. I know, you know, people say, uh, oh, you know, but it's COVID. You know, COVID's affecting everything. Like, yes, it is affecting things, but my... God, give us a price at least something. If you don't, if you haven't figured out the release date, we should have known this stuff like halfway through the halfway through the year. It is, it, it is very. It, I mean, it, it like you said, Devin. It does. It it's starting to make me think that they're not confident in these prices that they've, you know, came out with. Because some some I hear some people saying, you know, on Twitter, oh well, they don't know the price yet. They know the price. Sony started offering pre-orders for a console that doesn't even have a price yet. And that's so, Sony if is you're scared lucky. to repeat the PS3 and Xbox is scared to repeat the Xbox One. They're both yeah. just scared. And I'm like, okay, you guys, like, yes, these are gaming consoles, but these are not the next best things since sliced bread. I'm sorry. It's just not. And it's it's because Sony has that. You know, oh, well, you can sign up for a notification to be one of the first to know about a pre-order, to get your hands on a pre-order to buy through Sony, but they're not going to tell you the, <laughs> the release date or the price. And that's if you get chosen, Devin. I put my name in the raffle. My hat's in the ring. I got to see. <laughs> I, guess, I, I don't know what's going to happen. Of, cor- of course. Yeah, thank you. But, of course, it's not going to be the only place that you can find a PlayStation 5 this holiday, but there's been a lot of uh, news out there. You know, people are saying maybe maybe they just need to push these back because, I mean, we don't know anything. <laughs> this is ridiculous. I mean, September 9th, apparently something's supposed to happen with PlayStation. We don't know. I mean, a lot can change in, like, a minute or two, like, a day or two, but I'm just, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of this piss-poor transparency between both sides. It's very, it is very frustrating. Like, I mean, people deserve more than this. If you're going to push these things back, push them back. That's fine, because here we are three months out and nothing. So speaking of frustrating, mm. we got some uh, our, our favorite game, Marvel's Avengers news. <laughs> no, <okay. laughs> I'm okay. sorry. The, be- the beta was bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll I agree with that. But I still haven't gotten my I, code yet. I'm definitely going to play the game. I mean, I'm yeah, getting it for free. So why I, not? I might wait for a sale. Yeah, I would but not I'm, pay sixty. I'm not <laughs> interested in in this. Well, I'll say first that Kate Bishop has been announced for for the game as, as yes. one of the free DLCs coming out. But then and they she, also announced that every post launch character will have um, a ten dollars. Do they, do they each get one, or is it one? 
So it apparently, according to the article from IGN, uh, every po- yeah, every post launch character will have a ten dollar battle pass yeah, because that's, that's pretty rough. That's what we need more microtransactions. See, in video see, I, don't, games. I don't have any issues with like a battle pass in general. Like you pay ten bucks and you you get a for bunch like a of season, yeah. But like to have Fortnite. it for each character, that's rough. You know how much money? It should just have one for all of them. That would I be mean, understandable. I mean, like, you get the OG Avengers. You get Thor, Iron Man, Captain America, Black Widow, Hulk, and Hawkeye. That's $60 right there. That's a brand new game. I'm not, I'm not for that. And I understand, you know, it's, it's, it's aesthetics only. But, like, I mean, it's also aesthetics only in a lot of other games. Like Overwatch and um, Fortnite. Overwatch actually hasn't had a battle pass, really. Well, not a battle. Okay, okay, yeah, that that, that was my fault. I'll, let me uh, let me backpedal there. <laughs> I want I want to take that out of context. <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't. Yeah, I'm actually surprised they haven't. Well, I mean, <laughs> Blizzard has their own stuff to work work on <laughs> after that. Overwatch two apology. <laughs> yeah, Overwatch is that out yet or no? No one knows anything about it. They're so bad. Well, yeah, especially after, you know, the whole Blitzchung incident. I don't think they deserve any uh, light in the limelight as of now. Oh, well, I don't know. <clears throat> but um, I'll take, this, I'll take uh, this next one. I guess apparently they're supposed to be uh, targeting a Mass Effect trilogy remaster um, in October. Um, I would like to see it come to... You know, consoles, PC. I love the Max Effect trilogy. Um, take that with a grain of salt. I randomly found this article online from the PlayStation. It's been floating around for a while now, so it could be yeah. true. So hopefully, maybe one day, someday. Speaking of hopefully, maybe one day, it looks like our dreams <laughs> have ended. Uh, AT&T will not be selling WB games because it was deemed too valuable to sell. Rest Shocker. in peace. The chances of Microsoft... <sighs> Making that purchase and like changing the happy. game, they got they got some deep pockets though. I don't like, know. <laughs> this could they just really be a negotiating do. tactic. Yeah, that is true. But well, what's we'll the wait and see? As long as I would be more upset if WB Games went under because I'm really looking forward to Gotham Knights, like a lot. <laughs> like the Suicide Squad kills the Justice League, very interesting concepts, but like. Gotham Knights, dude. Oh my gosh. I'm yeah. s- I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm I'm ready with my new RTX uh, exactly. 3080. There we go. We can, we can all well at least I think two of us can play it once through the campaign. That's gonna be a lot of fun. The fact that you can play the game with a friend, Battletoads. But yeah. <laughs> it's the only thing. And I was thinking about it. I was like, you know what? You're absolutely right, Devin. I'm not feeling this whole uh, anything. I don't know. The whole uh, battle tones. All I had to do is make it online. It would have been so much better. So much better of a game. But uh, we have a little bit more news here for everyone. Um, so it looks like Sony has confirmed that it will explore more PC ports of PlayStation exclusives. And Spider-Man, future. do it now. <laughs> So, of course, uh, we, 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 we start to see this trend a little bit. We've seen it with uh, Detroit Become Human has uh, come to the PC. Heavy we, rain. Heavy rain. 
Uh, we've also seen Horizon, Hellblade. obviously. Horizon Death Stranding. I, yep, I think Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice as well. Before That's a it, Microsoft before game. well, well, Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice, the first game. I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe it was a timed exclusive on PlayStation, and then it came to PC, and now, of course, um, Microsoft owns Ninja Theory, so they own the uh, sequel. Because you can still buy the first Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice on the PlayStation Store. It's like 30 bucks though. So, uh, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong out there. My memory's a bit fuzzy, but... Um, yes, um, so we have seen this um, this trend going with a lot of PlayStation exclusives. Now, this is not to say that every PlayStation exclusive is coming. There's no to reason you. not to. Just because you're very, very true. little fans want it all for themselves. Get over it. <laughs> yeah, and I, I don't think that this will hurt the PlayStation brand anyway. Because, I mean, Horizon Zero Dawn came out three years ago on the PlayStation it has lived its life on that system, and, and they're, once they're getting a whole new revival. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's I. Th- I think it's totally fine for maybe not you know, take that long, but ideally, yes. Because I mean, if if it's coming out day and day, actually, that would be pretty awesome. But come out for PC, that that would be fantastic. Um, it's just I mean, sometimes I kind of just want to. Oh, what's that? That was a big roar. No, um, I, don't I mean, know what that was. Sometimes it is kind of nice. Just you, you just have a system all in one. You can play everything you want, and you know you don't have to worry about buying an extra system. You, we we don't have to buy multiple Blu-ray players for movies. I mean, granted, you know there are like streaming services and stuff like that when it comes to exclusive content, but at the same time, that's a way lower barrier of entry point versus like a four to five hundred dollar console that you have to buy yes you only have to buy it once but that's a way bigger entry price for a lot of this stuff it would be amazing if i could just port all of my playstation games i want them to be good ports by the way freaking horizon zero dawn when it came uh, Gorilla games like don't don't just port a game over the PC and then not optimize it. But I actually wanted to mention you see, you saw the Mario news today, yeah. With uh, the what's there then there's a few weird things going on with that as well because I watched the uh, kind of funny live stream uh, well, it was after it was live streamed, but um, apparently I think that's only that. Uh, Super Mario 3D Classic with um, Mario 64, Mario Sunshine, Mario Galaxy. I think that's only for a limited time, which is weird. Yeah, strange. Very strange. Um, and there's a few other things coming on with that. The Battle Royale also. Yeah. They're trying to get that Fall Guys fame. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we, we won't get too much into the weeds there, but I kind of just wanted to mention that... But I believe our last news story here, if I can bring it up, where is it at? Oh, so um, again with uh, Sony, uh, so there's always Sony news out there. Um, <laughs> it looks like the PlayStation 5 will not be backwards compatible with PS3, 2, or 1 games. According to the Ubisoft support page, 
Um, originally, it, it mentions that the PlayStation 5 is not backwards compatible with uh, the PlayStation 3, 2, and 1 generations. Um, and later, it was removed. I think, like, either later that day or the day after, um, that bit of information was removed from Ubisoft's support page. I mean, Ubisoft is a pretty reliable source of information because, I mean, they're Ubisoft, and, you know, they work with these developers literally all the time. But saw a lot of people out there who were kind of upset about this information, and I'm here to tell you that Sony shot themselves in the foot a long time ago when they decided they wanted to get into cell architecture with the PlayStation 3. When the PlayStation 3 first came out, there were a lot of developers out there complaining that the hardware was too hard to develop games for. Eventually, yes, developers got the, developers got the hang, hang of it, uh, the, the hang of it, excuse me, but it's not really possible. And with PS2 and PS1 games, I'm sure they can easily port all that stuff over. But they want your money. And they want you to sign up for PlayStation Now, which is PlayStation's version of Xbox Game Pass, just not as good. But yes, it makes more sense business-wise to recharge, or yeah, recharge people for games that they already own. But... On, on the Sony side, I just don't I don't think that's much of a priority. It should be, because I think game preservation is very important, but oh well. All right. I'm done talking. <laughs> yeah. Was there anything else you wanted to uh touch on here before we wrap that's up? A wrap. We're, at, we're at fifty minutes today, Devin. Look at that. We're heading into the shaved 50 off, minute mark. Shaved off a little. Yeah, we shaved off about ten minutes. I'm very, very proud of us. We we, we, we did good work good work today. Good work today. But so, yes, that wraps up our headline hot takes new show here on the Film Optics Podcast. And of course, you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Red Circle, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Pandora. And of course, you can check out the other podcasts on the Drive In Network. We have commentary, we have music, we have sports, we have Oscar predictions. We have Oscar, missed Oscar tunities, if you will. So go ahead and check out the other podcasts on our network as well. They make some amazing content. They work very, very hard. Um, and we're on there, obviously, of course. So go ahead and check out the other podcasts there. And make sure to keep a lookout for our first ever embargo review of Enola Holmes that will drop on... Was it September 7th? I believe it is at 12 a.m. Pacific time. I don't know if we're going to drop it exactly then. <laughs> Probably. But, yes, that will be our next review. We also are going to be reviewing um, another embargo uh, for I'm Pregnant. That is coming to HBO Max. That will be out September 8th, so the day after Enola. So we have that as well. Um, we have, we're not going to be reviewing Mulan, as we said before, we have a few more things in the pipeline. We'll let you guys know. Um, and of course, um, that was Devin and my name is Christian and we will see you guys in the next one. Peace. Peace.